Southeast Radio's morning mix. Thank you very much, Alan. And uh, Niall, welcome back into the studio again. Yesterday I spoke to your colleague Eddie Wilde. It was National Slowdown Day and some of the stats that emerged and the full report hasn't come in yet. Uh, by all accounts, it was an, an incredibly important day yesterday uh, and some very worrying uh, stats that emerged from the roads as well. They are very worrying indeed and people just don't seem to learn the lesson. We need to collectively take responsibility that we need to slow down. We need to be more responsible on the roads. It has been... A very tragic year on Irish roads and unless we change our habits unfortunately it will continue that way so it's to the person listening here now that thinks oh it's not reflective of me it is it's you it's every person on the roads we all need to take responsibility we all need to slow down and we all need to be more responsible and you haven't had a chance to assess the, the full stats but speed definitely seemed to dominate a lot of the reports I've read today people clocked at ridiculous speeds over 153 kilometres in a 100 kilometre zone in one area I think this is the thing and and again it's it's said so much it's a speed limit it's not a speed target so even on, on, on rural roads if it's an 80 kilometre or 100 kilometre speed uh, limit you don't necessarily have to be doing that speed you have to do the speed that is safe to do on the road that you're on yeah. and people who are, are, are exceeding the speed to the limits that you mentioned I mean that's just reckless you're taking your own life in, in your hands but also taking other people's lives and the consequence of one little mistake will be life altering for yeah. both you and the other person that unfortunately if you're involved in fatality um, that you caused the 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 danger party of the fatality unfortunately their family will be affected from it for years but it will also affect you for the rest of your life knowing that you caused that accident so again we appeal appeal to everybody out there please slow down and please be more responsible on our roads Garda Sergeant Margot Kennedy, you're based in Bunclody and you're there for the last number of years. Um, uh, it's a pleasure to welcome you into the studio here. Um, the Bunclody area, how busy an area is it? Yeah, a very busy area, Alan. Uh, just for this morning, I'm going to cover a couple of incidents in the Wexford district and appeal to any people that may have information in relation to any uh, vehicles or persons. So the first one I'm looking at is a burglary at a billing site at the paddocks in Coolcots Lane in Wexford and this occurred sometime between the 19th of August to the 21st of August. Uh, it was a weekend Alan and the billing site had the padlocks removed from the gate and a valuable water pump was taken. So just again appealing to anyone who may have been in the area of the paddocks at Coolcots around this time and knows any person or vehicle that may have been suspicious to contact Wexford Garda Station on 0539165200. And Alan, maybe at the time they mightn't, mightn't have seemed, um, you know, that Anton was suspicious, but if someone could just jog their memory on yeah. it, on anything that right. they may have seen suspicious in, okay. in around and the area. next one? The next one then is a burglary at a private residence in Coolishal Uppal in Gorey and Alan it occurred between Tuesday the 29th of August at 9am and Wednesday the 30th of August at 7am and there was a bluebird ride on Red Lawn Moor taken um, this uh, this uh, ride-on lawnmower was taken from a uh, shed out the rear of the dwelling house and again appealing to anyone who may have noticed any any person or vehicle that may have been suspicious around this time to contact Gorey Garda Station on 053-943-0690. And the third one then? And the third one, Alan, then, is a burglary which occurred at Fort Mountain's 
Fort Commons, Wexford, and it was between Tuesday the 29th of August and Saturday the 2nd of uh, September. So again, Alan, this is a red Honda lawnmower, uh, ride-on lawnmower, and it was taken from a garage at the rear of a dwelling house. Um, again, appealing to anyone who, know, who may have noticed any person or vehicle that may have been suspicious around this time and in the Fort Commons area of Wexford and any information to Wexford Guard Station on 053 916 There's also been a breaking news story this morning, uh, Sergeant Margot, uh, about uh, a car going on fire. Would you like to, can you shed some light on that? Yeah, just in relation to that car that was on the, the news there earlier, Alan, we're not treating that suspicious in any way that uh, yeah. we have confirmation to say that it was due to the mechanics of that vehicle. Where was the area? Uh, at Sam Macaulay's at the car park. In Wexford? In Wexford, yeah. Right, a car going on fire but not, not suspicious? Not suspicious. Right. You want to look at something in a lighter vein, but very important as well, and it's the Little Blue Heroes. Yeah, um, my colleague Niall Marr gave some information in relation to a charity event that was being run on the 20th of August, where uh, 30 of us were involved in a hike around Mount Leinster, and we raised money for our very dear charity, Little Blue Heroes. And we want to sincerely thank everyone in the Wexford area for their support and generosity. Um, it hasn't been confirmed finally the, the amount that was raised, but will be in the coming weeks and we will let you know. And again, a huge thank you to everyone. Right. And Niall, just while we're speaking about uh, community policing, etc., I had a detailed discussion with the Chief Superintendent uh, the week before, last week, actually. Um, any news of pop-up stations or any uh, any other developments? Uh, this week, I don't have any details, but I'm back on with you next week again. So yeah. hopefully I'll have um, some more details in relation to... Uh, the dates and locations of the, the pop-up stations. I know, Margot, there's been a major recruitment drive from Garda Chicago recently, but I'm just, as, as, as it's your first visit in, we haven't had a chance to even chat a little bit about you. you. You you chose policing as a career. Had you done something else prior to it? Yeah, I did. I studied illegal studies in college uh, prior to joining the Guards. Uh, it was just um, kind of a, a stepping stone to getting into the Guards. Uh, my earliest memory of wanting to be a guard was when I was about five years old. Really? So I would thoroughly recommend it as a career. And if anyone out there that wants to speak to me in private, Where are you from originally? Uh, Marshallstown. Oh, so you're from Marshallstown? Yeah. So you managed to get back, not to Marshallstown, but not far away Eventually. from Eventually. Yeah. And, and where, where, where were the journey of taking you prior to that? So it started in Shankill in Dublin and yeah. then in Bray. And then I transferred to Carlow and went on promotion to Talla and then transferred down to Courtown and now I'm in Bunclody covering ferns as well. Actually, for anyone who's thinking of a policing career, if they go on the Garda website, there's a lot of videos that were used for the recruitment drive in April of this year and there's a lot of people like yourself who willingly just sort of kind of shared a view of why they went into on Garda Chicago. Victor, the man who speaks Irish, he's one of them. I was just looking at them last night. It's very, very informative and it's maybe something who was thinking of a policing career that he should look at. Yeah, absolutely. It is and he explains it all in very in great detail the training that's involved and what's required and I suppose from going into the secondary schools we would have a lot of callers to the station that would want to talk on a one-to-one and they get a lot of feedback from yeah. that and uh, they would tell me after that you know it was a very worthwhile visit and so yeah uh, And what's Clody like as an area policing wise? What were the biggest It's a busy town a busy town yeah but uh, you know community policing is a huge part of our work every day and being out and about in, in the, in the area and meeting people right. and discussing their various different issues that they have and dealing with them. 
Okay, well, it's lovely to have uh, some fresh voices come in as well. Not that we're giving out about Nile or Eddie or any of those, but it's, it's important and it's nice to see um, the, the county reflected as well. Is there anything that you'd like to add by way of, have you, have you covered everything you wanted to cover this uh, morning? Just also, Alan, in relation to the couple of the incidents that I did go through, it was uh, the theft of mach- like garden machinery and implements. And I suppose these can be very attractive tools that uh, thieves take for two simple reasons that they are valuable and that they can easily be sold on and and oftentimes there's a ready market for them before they even take them. And they can also assist in breaking into other people's houses, including your own. So So if you're buying material and it's looking reasonably cheap, question it. Question it, yeah. 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 There is a doubt there. If it's not the the value that it should be and report it to us, we need to know about all these things, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. 